Welcome to Wake Up and Listen with Don Burnett and Dr. Don. If you've been looking to get unstuck, have better relationships all around, release negativity, emotional blockages, and invite harmony into your life, you've stopped at the right place. Now, here are your co-hosts, Don Burnett and Dr. Don. Good evening, everyone, and wake up to welcome to Wake Up and Listen. I'm Dawn Burnett. And I'm Dr. Dawn. It's our heart's desires tonight to help provide you the tools you need. Push past those fears that have been holding you back in life so you can experience abundance and follow your dreams. To do that, we have an incredible guest tonight. Guess who, Dr. Dawn? Gabrielle Bernstein. She's been named a new thought leader by Oprah Super Soul Sunday and appears regularly as an expert on the Dr. Oz show. New York Times named her a new role model. She's a New York Times best-selling author of the books, The Universe Has Your Back, which we'll be talking about tonight, May Cause Miracles, and Miracles Now. Her other book titles include Add More Ink to Your Life and Spirit Junkie. YouTube named her one of its 16 YouTube Next Video Bloggers. Forbes listed Gabby as top 20 best branded women, and the Oprah Winfrey Network chose Gabrielle to be part of the Super Soul 100. Hi, Gabby, and welcome to our show. Hi, guys. How are you? Wonderful. I've been tracking you on your book tour and watching the Facebook Lives and engaging on the uh, book club as well, having a great time. Yeah, it's been really fun. I'm so glad you're on the book club. How cool is that? Thanks for joining us there. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. No problem. We actually had someone from your book club uh, post a question that we'll be talking about tonight as well. Oh, cool. Very cool. Yeah, now are you still down in Boca or have you left Boca area? I'm now in um, Vancouver, actually. I'm now in, oh. in, uh, in, actually in Whistler and then I go to Vancouver tomorrow. Oh, wonderful. Wow. You're, so you're still on your book tour or are you wrapping it up? This is the end. So my, my last talk is on Friday in Vancouver. Oh, and then you get to go rest your voice for a little bit. Yes, <laughs> but exactly. I bet you've had a great time. I've enjoyed all the pictures you've sent our way. Yeah, it's been great. Thanks for yeah. sharing. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, so to start out with, I want to talk a little bit about very profound statement you wrote on page 17 of your book, The Universe Has Your Back. You said, synchronicity, guidance, healing, and abundance are available to us all the time. All we need to do is tune into the energy of the universe so that we can get into flow with the supportive love energy. When we are in alignment with this energy, life becomes a happy dream. Can you tell our listeners a little more about what you mean when you say the word universe, energy, and ways that they can overcome their fears so they can have faith and truly know that the universe has their back? Yes. Yeah, so so this, this entire book is a book on helping people perceive their life through a different lens and choose to perceive life through the lens of positivity, grace, hope, and faith, rather than looking for all the things to worry about, looking for the discomfort, looking for, for pain, and, and creating more purpose in that pain. And so, so in that transition of shifting our perception and choosing to see through a different lens, through practices in the book, through meditation practices, prayers, uh, the power of positive thinking, and, and, and beautiful personal growth practices that I've shared throughout the book, you begin to shift subtly the ways that you perceive your life. And as you begin to shift the way that you perceive your life, your energy begins to change. You, you actually exude a more elevated presence. And 
ultimately when we, whatever it is energetically that we're putting out, we will receive back. It's, it's what we would call the law of attraction in, and also can be considered quantum physics in many cases that, that what you're putting out is being received back to you almost like a boomerang. And so the main core message throughout this book is to transcend the, the limitation and the self-doubt and the fearful belief systems and, and begin to transform those ways of being so that you can shift your energy. And in the process of shifting your energy, you'll feel more supported, you'll feel more connected, and you'll feel like you're living in that happy dream, as I suggested in the book. You know, so often, uh, Gabby, uh, you know, people today, we're inundated with uh, 90% of what we see and hear on a day-to-day basis is negative. So you figure, even in utero, I mentioned on uh, last last lecture, uh, zero to nine months, a child is picking up on negativity of the mother or in the environment. And, uh, you know, so you're talking about genes and DNA and habits. And uh, chemistry is actually imprinted and changed at a genetic level of everything that we are confronted with in life. And 95% of us, we're operating on our subconscious, which is our memory. And not, probably most of that uh, being uh, uh, influenced by 90% of negativity on a day-to-day basis uh, governs our lives. So it's no wonder you have to overcome uh, the thoughts, uh, the projections, and the perceptions that are on the conscious brain. But uh, the cells themselves uh, are filled up with the emotions. The thoughts make emotions into the cells, and the cells have to change that pattern of chemistry that is actually uh, messing us up. And that's where you have to break the habit of, uh, you know, stinking thinking, as they call it. And yeah. uh, so that, that's the way I kind of see it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting how you mentioned it. It's like there is definitely uh, cells within our being and, and energy that gets stuck in our presence, in our being, and in our body when we have that repeated belief system of, of negativity and fear over and over again. And so this is a shedding and it's a clearing away and it's brick by brick taking down the wall that we've built up against that presence of love within us. And so that, that's a practice and it requires willingness and commitment and uh, a daily, daily practice of showing up. But the beauty of this book is not only does it give you inspiring ideas, but it gives you practices and lessons so that you can begin to chip away at that negativity and start to see things differently. And, no, that's uh, so true. It, it's a reconditioning of sorts. Absolutely. So as you were talking about, you know, feeling lighter with meditation and things like that, what would you say are some personal symptoms health-wise that you have felt in a knowing that you're, you're not in alignment with your truth or with the energy of the universe? If I'm out of alignment with my truth and the energy of the universe, I feel tension in my jaw. I feel uh, like I feel immediately, I feel like a kink in my neck. I feel so my physical body responds to that right away. I feel stress, like the levels of stress. Um, I feel disconnected from other people. I feel that things in my life are not flowing naturally. And but I'm in that connection to that, that, that loving presence, which is really within us. And when we have that deeper connection within us, it starts to become something that we bring more into our life. We attract more of it into our life. When I'm attached and connected to that presence, life begins to flow. My body feels more energized. I sleep better. Uh, I, 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 I move more slowly and consciously. I um, feel like I have words when I may not, other, words will come to me that may not otherwise have been there easily. Um, and I feel inspired. And so there's, it's important, and throughout the book, I actually ask the reader to start to identify what does it feel like when you're in alignment with your spiritual connection, and what does it feel like when you're out of alignment. And knowing the difference helps us go on the path of being able to take an inventory and know when we need to come back to it. 
So it's, it's a very important practice of knowing what it feels like to be disconnected. And I'm glad you asked that question. Thank you. So it sounds like it's really about checking in on a regular basis. Like you said, showing up, but also checking in. Ooh, why am I feeling this tension? Ooh, my shoulders are really tight. Yes, absolutely. I mean, in the beginning of the book, I begin the entire the entire journey of the book with the practices of understanding our resistance, understanding the, the thoughts, the beliefs, the words that we use that create resistance. And that resistance is our, our, our disconnect. And so witnessing our resistance and witnessing it with love, not with judgment, but from a loving place and from a forgiving place, and then taking that resistance and bringing it to the table, using, you know, witnessing it, seeing it, okay, this is up, fear is present here, I'm disconnected from my truth here, and bringing that forward so that you can apply the principles and the lessons from the book to begin to heal that path. Yeah, that's true, uh, uh, Gabby, no question. Uh, you know, our consciousness, uh, that you mentioned universe, God, whatever, uh, universal mind, uh, whatever, that is all-knowing, all-loving. Well, that's where there is no resistance. Uh, we all create in our worldliness. So, you know, the universalness or the godliness versus the uh, manliness, uh, it's all created, self-created, and all those interferences are what affect us. And, in, 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 you know, my background is as a chiropractic physician. And so I used to see an awful lot of people, they come in and their spines are like a brick. Uh, and that means the, the muscles and because they're so full of tension. And obviously that tension isn't uh, physically, they didn't fall down a flight of stairs. Their, their lives, their thoughts and all their uh, negativity, the chemistry that builds up in the body and slows down blood flow, oxygen flow, uh, and all of that uh, has an effect on, uh, that's why, you know, you get tight in the neck, you get headaches, your shoulders are up tight. That's what uh, is an effect of uh, the negativity. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And you can see it physically. You can see somebody physically go out of alignment when they're out of alignment with the energy of the universe. They can fit their, their, their body gets out of alignment as well. Yeah, it's a really great example. And you had an experience you had written about in your book about going out on stage for a talk and you didn't do your meditation before you went out. Can you just explain a little bit about how you were alignment there as given that example yeah. for yeah, so not being I'm focused? A, <laughs> yeah, so I'm a public speaker by trade and I, I, I have had many instances where I felt very, very connected. Most of the time I feel very connected and i allowing and channeling what's coming through me. And this one instance that I share about in the book was sort of forgetting that power and rushing to get onto the stage and not taking the time that I needed to prepare myself energetically and how I felt that so dramatically on the stage. I felt such a disconnect between the audience and I felt um, my energy drop and I felt like I was relying on, on my own strength rather than the pa- power greater than myself. And that, that's usually a sign that we're out of alignment is when we're relying on our own strength. And we're pushing or we're trying to force something or trying to get a point across rather than just allowing. And so I share that story in the book to just give an example of what it feels like for me to be out of alignment and then the difference and showing the difference of what it feels like to come back. Yeah, so it's definitely true. And I love that you wrote in the book that statement, energy flows where attention goes. That's one of my favorite statements. So, And then you were saying what we focus on, we create good or bad. I think a lot of people have that knowing, but it's just really every day trying to check in and redirect their focus to make that lasting change so they don't slip right back into that same pattern. Mm, that's very yeah, true. Yes. 
Uh, you know, I, I always like to say just one phrase on that is uh, what has your attention has you. <laughs> it's so true. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, all good stuff. I was telling uh, Dr. Don that I had read so much in your book, I've got earmarks, and it's kind of like I need the post-it note for the post-it note because I have so many notes in the sideline. But we're getting ready to take a commercial break here. And when we come back, Gabby's going to share how shifting our perception can release us from fear. We'll be back in a moment. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of feeling stuck? Well, this can be your disconnect of the past. We can help you live the life of your dreams. All you have to do is check out a new dawn naturalsolutions.com and get started by making a shift and signing up for your free five keys to unlocking success as featured in Jack Canfield's The Road to Success book, Volume 2. That's a new dawn naturalsolutions.com. We're here to help you connect to ultimate wellness. A new dawn natural solutions. Take control of your health and live a natural way to a better life. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation, hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts. We'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. This is Wake Up and Listen. If you have a question or comment about the show, please send an email to wakeupandlistenradio at gmail.com. That's wakeupandlistenradio at gmail.com. Or you can even post them to our Facebook page. Just search Wake Up and Listen. Now, back to the show. Here's Don Burnett and Dr. Don. Good evening. Welcome back, listeners. It's time to wake up and listen. We've been talking today with our guest, Gabby Bernstein, about how fear can interfere with the blessings of the universe. Um, Gabby, I want to talk a little bit, you know, we've been talking about ways of overcoming our fear and aligning with the universe. And the biggest question I hear from Facebook followers and friends say, you know, that's all well and good, but when all the problems seem to keep stacking up against you, how do you make that shift? The, the simplest way to make that shift is to ask your highest self, ask your connection to the universe for direction on how to see these problems as opportunities to detour in the right direction. And there's a lot of lessons throughout the book about how obstacles are detours in the right direction and opportunities to see a change in our life. So when we have things that are going wrong, no matter how difficult they may be, there's an opportunity always to deepen your spiritual faith, to strengthen your belief system, to to pivot your life in some way, to change an old pattern. So typically when there's negative experiences happening in our life, it's usually a uh, a, a roadmap or it's it's, it's a sign that we have an opportunity to detour and shift in in a different direction. 
Mm, that's interesting. Um, blessing I always, in what's up. I always uh, ask myself, Gabby, uh, uh, to get grounded in consciousness or truthfulness, as I say. Uh, you know, what would God do or think in this situation? And I don't know, for some odd reason, that works for me. I guess it's like a meditation in a sense, because whatever comes up, I just ask myself that question. So if I'm, I'm looking for a truth, always look for a truth, something that always was, is, and always will be, then that's what I will look for. I always ask, what did God intend, or what would he do in this situation? I think that's a beautiful way to perceive things, and, and, and that is really turning it over and, and choosing to see it differently, and, and choosing to see the obstacle uh, with a lens of, of love and a lens of light, and choosing to see uh, where there may be a growth or a learning opportunity available to you. And, and, and then the other piece is that when we're you know, really looking at the, way, the areas of your life that you're focusing on, if you're focusing on what's not working, you're going to create more of what's not working. Whereas if you focus on what's thriving in your life, you're going to create more of what you want. And so you can dissolve the obstacles with that redirect of your focus as well. And so it's important to see that, that while this book you know, suggests that we have the opportunity to live in alignment with the universe, we're not going to always feel that alignment. We're going to have difficult situations and uncomfortable circumstances, but it's really how we choose to experience our experiences that matters. So it's not that we're going to be free of all problems in life, but it's really how we show up for them. Hmm. That's great. And you do talk in your book, too, about the holy instant. So can you expand a little bit about that? Yeah, this is the moment when we say that prayer or we, we, we make that experience what we would call in the book a, a holy instant, the holy instant being the moment when that fear-based belief changes, changes, transforms, and lifts off of you. And you can just add up those moments, those miracle moments. And the more that you add up those miracle moments, the more comfortable you become living in that energy and living in that space and believing in that space. Mm. You know, what I often think uh, to myself, uh, Gabby, when we were born into this world, I mean, we were given everything, planet Earth, the sun, the water, the soil, the food, everything. And, you know, so the first law of life, I think, is like the law of giving. So we were given so much. So we have to re-give to Mother Earth, Mother Heavens, or whatever you want to call it. Um, and it, that re-giving is what is expected of a human on, on uh, planet Earth. But instead, you know, our culture is all about taking and not so much on the giving end. And love is all about giving uh, without motive, not expecting anything in return. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think that there's, there's so much to be said for, for giving without expectation. And when we give from a place of genuine giving, that's when we're actually really in alignment with our, with our true nature. And that's when more begins to flow to us. It's, it's almost, you know, it, it, it's actually the law, right? So when we, the more we give, the more joyful we feel. And in the presence of joy, we become a super attractor. That's when we begin to attract more of what we want into our life. And so the work here is really about, about doing whatever brings us joy, whatever lights us up. And giving is at the top of the list. Mm. Yeah, and you gave a great illustration. I, I just, in reading, I was captivated and I was on the stage with you and how you were writing. And you took me to that place when you were in Germany and you were talking about the language barrier and you had asked the audience to remove their headsets. I just want you to, for our listeners who haven't had an opportunity to read the book, yeah, if you could just take them to that place. It was such a beautiful moment that you wrote about in your book. 
Yeah, this is a beautiful moment. There was, you know, I was giving a talk in, in Germany and I had, and everyone had these headsets on. They were, they were listening to the interpreter. And I had this moment where I said to the audience, I said, listen, I want you to experience me energetically. I don't want you to rely so much on the words. I'd like you all to take off your headphones. And so I asked the audience to take off their headphones and experience the talk through my energy. And what was so magnificent was that for the entire duration of the talk, no one put their headphones back on. And while they may not have understood anything I was saying, they understood how I was making them feel through the exchange of energy. And so that's, that's a huge part of what we're talking about here. Actually, a conversation or communication, as we say it, they say 80% of communication is nonverbal. So that's probably what went on with you. You were doing the 80% that's nonverbal, and the, the other 20% is the verbal. And you're so true. People pick up on energy. I mean, babies. My God, when you hold a baby in your, mm-hmm. in your arms, you know, you're not talking or rationalizing with a baby. You're holding the baby. You're touching it, cuddling it, and they're feeling your love. There is absolutely no uh, verbal communication there. But we, that's why we have to be, maintain a, a life of being childlike as adults. We've got to go back to being childlike. I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. Yeah, and we've been talking a lot about really checking in and really what comes to mind to me is the word connect. Connecting within, going within. And so Connie Sato, she's part of your book club on Facebook and she actually hopped over to our Facebook wall and posted a question for you. And she had just recently got your book, beautiful picture she posted. And she's wanting to know, she says, I believe I have everything I need within to live my purpose and passion, but I'm having difficulty taking the appropriate actions, actually believing that I can change my reality. She wants to know, Gabby, if you were going to recommend one thing to do daily to help someone push past fear and actually take action, what would that one thing be? Well, I believe in spiritually aligned action. I don't believe in taking action from a place of pushing or forcing or controlling because then it will never actually fall into the the outcome that we desire. So the the work is to take action from a spiritually aligned place. And so I would I would guide her to sit in prayer and sit in meditation early in the morning and then allow herself to be guided. So saying, how would you use me? And stepping back and being shown where to go and what to do and beginning to get into the practice of taking action from a place of intuition, not from a place of neediness or control or forcefulness. And and this is a practice and it and it's and it's it's um, a, a bit of surrender involved in that and and faith and trusting. But I'd like to see her get more into the practice of just turning it over and then allowing and listening and seeing where she's led. Oh, that's excellent. Mm. Yeah, that's Love very it. true. And you were also talking about assignments in your book and how assignments turn up and the need for us to show up and take care of the assignment or it can just keep re-showing up maybe in different ways. Can you explain to our listeners what you mean by that? That's wonderful. In the book, I talk about how we have to show up for what's up or it will keep showing up in our life. And so the, the, and the lesson here is that, that we have many spiritual assignments throughout our life and uncomfortable situations or 
physical conditions that will that will present themselves to us. Um, just a simple example right now. There was, you know, this desire I had, which was to to clean up my old eating habits. I had very emotional eating habits that were based on childhood issues and fears and traumas. And, and so the pattern was to just eat really fast and, and eat a lot at night, like not eat a lot that, that much during the day and then eat very fast at night to the point of being uncomfortable. And I kept praying and saying, you know, I, 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 need, I need to heal this, I need to heal this, but I wasn't changing anything. I wasn't doing anything about it, right? And so the issue kept showing up and it kept presenting itself. And then, and then this beautiful divine spiritual assignment came to me, which is the most uncomfortable acid reflux. <laughs> and so I yeah. because, <laughs> because this is what you know, the universe will do for you what you cannot do for yourself. The <laughs> only way that I was going to change this pattern was, 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 was to be presented with a reason to, to, to have this, 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 this uncomfortable situation that presented to me a reminder that if I'm not going to show up for what's up, it's going to literally keep coming up. Right. And so I, I was given this opportunity now to approach this physical issue with a spiritual belief system and show up for what's up, show up for the emotional things that are up behind that pattern, show up for the, for the habitual things that are behind that pattern and the addictive things that are behind that pattern and start to truly begin to heal the pattern once and for all. And and I just give that as sort of a minor example, but you can see how, how these issues will present themselves and present themselves as universal assignments until we show up for them. Mm, that's so true. I mean, uh, everybody has to expect when you're going through a change mentally, spiritually, physically, it automatically implies uncomfortableness. And that's something yeah. that you just have to accept. I mean, that's not bad. If you go to a fitness club and you want to develop a, a nice physical uh, stature, well, my gracious, you're going to have to pick up some obstacles and that isn't too comfortable. And, uh, you know, right. but that's how you grow. So like you mentioned in your book, all the problems, they're just actuation, actually just situations to be solved. And they, that's how you grow. If you did not have problems, there is absolutely no growth and there is no purpose on planet Earth. So like a torpedo, when it's aimed at, a, uh, at a, uh, uh, another ship, a submarine, um, it has to go off course to get back on course or they wouldn't know where it is. So, you know, in life, we have to go off course to get back on course so that we know we're going to be uh, in the right direction in life. Um, so that's, that's what I see on that. Absolutely. Yeah. It'd be willing to be uncomfortable at times. Yeah, it's a form of detoxing, really. You know, when you, as you're probably experiencing now, Gabby, and changing your eating process, I mean, you go through physical symptoms sometimes, it can be worse than even just that acid reflux because now you're cleaning out the the plumbing system, so to speak. And, you know, you can have a headache, you can be really tired, lethargic, all those things, all the more reason to tap into the meditation and yoga and all those things that bring joy and happiness and great flow of energy throughout your body. But it really is a detoxification process and people don't like the discomfort that comes with that. Absolutely, yeah. And we have to be willing to go there. Absolutely. So I I know even in speaking with some people about meditation, they say, well, I can't quiet my mind. I can't sit still. I'm like, well, that's exactly why you need to keep practicing it so that you can bring your central nervous system down. I always say say the greatest battle in life is the battle between the soul and the senses. And the greatest victory is when the soul wins. (laughs) Absolutely. Love that. <laughs> well, we're getting ready to go to a commercial break. Coming up, we'll be discussing about dating and how thoughts, words, and feelings can either push us away or attract what's right for you. So stay tuned. 
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hey you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of feeling stuck? Well, this can be your disconnect of the past. We can help you live the life of your dreams. All you have to do is check out a new dawn naturalsolutions.com and get started by making a shift and signing up for your free five keys to unlocking success as featured in Jack Canfield's The Road to Success book, Volume 2. That's a new dawn naturalsolutions.com. We're here to help you connect to ultimate wellness. A New Dawn Natural Solutions. Take control of your health and live a natural way to a better life. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. This is Wake Up and Listen. If you have a question or comment about the show, please send an email to wakeupandlistenradio at gmail.com. That's wakeupandlistenradio at gmail.com. Or you can even post them to our Facebook page. Just search Wake Up and Listen. Now, back to the show. Here's Don Burnett and Dr. Don. Welcome back, everyone, to Wake Up and Listen. I'm Don Burnett. And Dr. Don. We have been speaking with the amazing Gabby Bernstein about uncovering ways to overcome our fears that are holding us back from faith and love and really knowing that the universe has our back. And as we're talking about love, Gabby, you know, I talk to so many people that, I mean, they're just longing for the right partner in their life and they're just searching and and I have you know, a a friend who's concerned about age and time and running out of time. And I know in your book, you talk about the importance of releasing from the needs and expectation as a form of surrendering for guidance from the universe. What advice could you give to someone like that who is concerned about their age and running out of time of finding the right person? In the book, I have a chapter, which is my favorite chapter, called When You Think You've Surrendered, Surrender Some More. And in that chapter, one of the lessons is to turn over time and outcomes. And what I love about this is that that when we're obsessing over an outcome and the time around it, we're actually blocking the support of the universe. And so our work as spiritual students and people on a path of personal growth is to turn over that time. And the way that we turn over that time and that expectation and that goal is by focusing not on where we think we need to be or what we think we need to have, but instead focusing on what's already thriving in our life today. For instance, if you, you know, if she's wanting a relationship and she's really longing for that relationship to come at a certain time and a certain speed, 
the goal would he be here to be releasing that outcome and focusing on the, the relationships that are thriving in her life, her friendships, her family relationships, her work relationships, focusing on the, the hobbies and the goals and the, and the excitement in her life that she already is so, so, so that already is so thriving in her, in her day-to-day experience. With that redirect of her focus, she'll elevate her energy. She'll bring more joy into her presence and ultimately become more attractive to attract that partner that she longs for. And most importantly, she'll let herself off the hook and she'll begin to feel released, surrendered, and in a place of expectation, but without a sense of, 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 of more of a sense of certainty rather than a sense of neediness. Yeah, that's, awesome. that's so true, Gabby. Uh, you know, I always tell people, uh, if you really want, if you're really ready for a relationship, you're going to put other people first. And when you're really close to someone, all, what, all of what you do is you're always thinking about what can I do to enhance the welfare of that person? When you both do that, when you've got something going for each other, because everybody loves to be given to, they don't want to be taken from, they want to be given to. And so let's say there's 100 traits in a male and 100 traits in a female. When the man is complete, he's a, a solid man, not just a male, but he's a man with character. And a woman on the same territory, she's a, not just a female, but she's a woman. And she's got all, you know, most of the 100 traits, both of them. Then they are going to be complete people to come into a relationship. But let's say he's 25 and she's 90. Well, they're out of harmony. They're gonna, there's going to be discord there. There will be absolutely no romance. And romance is kind of like a tune sung together. You don't make music when there's an imbalance. And I'll tell you, character and values are so vitally important between a man and woman. Not so much uh, the shape and the physicalness and the that. It always starts with the spirituality, the, the lovingness of, of two people. I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, and you do talk about coming from that place of love in your book and that complete surrender and releasing from the expectations, which brings me to, um, I love in the book where, being a New Yorker myself, where you were talking about finding the right place to live and, and how you were feeling frustrated, and then all of a sudden you were looking into the mountains and you were talking about the signs. So... For Again, for the audience who's on here tonight that hasn't had an opportunity to read the book, um, can you tell our listeners about how they can really um, know that a sign is from the universe, that they're not just putting it in their head in a measurement that they are on the right track? Right. Well, the, the universe, we're always being presented signs and direction, and that direction can be, you know, very, very specific at times. And so one of the lessons in the book I give is to, to ask for a sign. And what, you know, your sign can be whatever you want it to be. My sign I share in the book is, my, is an owl. And so when you're looking for guidance and you're wanting to know, am I on the right track? Am I being supported? Is what I need being presented to me? You can say, you know, thank you, universe, for showing me my sign. And you can say within the next 24 hours or whatever it may be. And, and, Nine times out of ten, you're going to get your sign. And when you don't get your sign, that's a sign too. When you don't get your sign, that's a sign that you're meant to be on a different path or there's a different direction to take. And so the, the practice here is just really about being, getting into a dialogue with the universe, getting into a, a constant communication and a connection with, with a presence beyond your physical sight and starting to, to ask through prayer and listen through meditation and begin to establish a, a deeper faith and trust in the lessons and the guidance that you're receiving. And when you ask for a sign, it's just a fun way to feel that connection come in more fully 
And I've been seeing on the book club tons of people asking for signs and getting them within 24 hours or less, which is really exciting to see. I always like to look at a person, uh, two people, a man and a woman, let's say. They're like a dimmer switch on a big, gla- uh, let's say, a big glass bowl, and it's got a, uh, it's got a, a light bulb in it, okay? And it's on a dimmer switch. Well, you turn it up fully, and it's a bright bulb. Turn it all the way down, now it's, or turn it off, and now it's dark. Well, that's what love is all about. So each person is going to resonate, resonate their love meter by the amount of love they express giving it to the other person. So if each one's love meter is high, well, then those two people are meant for each other. I mean, I just use that as an analogy because love is electrical, chemicals, uh, energetic, and uh, obviously light is energy. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, so it sounds like what you're saying there, Don, is um, the sign, the sign that you, like we're talking about signs with Gabby, is a a sign of whether you're in tune with the right person, maybe for the person who is looking for the right person, is that light both shining in in both of you, or is one a a dimmer switch and one's turned up brightly? It sounds like that would be a good sign as well if you're looking for a relationship. We have Oscar Esparza also posted a question for you on Facebook. I love this because I know there's so many people today that family can get in the way if they allow it. And his question is, how is the best way to get out of his own way when striving for improvement and not let his desire for improvement be held back by his loved ones? Well, I always say measure your success based on how much fun you're having. And so taking your, your, your improvement and your, your success rate off of what other people think or off of a goal that you set for yourself and redirect the focus based on how much joy and fun you're having in your life. And so if he's having fun, then he can trust that he'll be supported. I love what she said about, you know, that was a great point that she was making Mm -hmm. about it's so important to have fun because I think, and this is what I was going to say to Gabby. So if you can hear us, Gabby, this would be my response to that. There's so many people today in the world that are stuck Mm -hmm. and they're just in the rut. They're going through the, you know, thank you. They're going through the, just the the motions Mm -hmm. of life. And because they're going through the motions of life and they're stuck, they're not having fun. So I love how Gabby said, measure it based on joy and how much fun you're having. Yes. Yeah. So that was a great statement. Love that. Well, you know, actually to me, uh, Gabby, uh, you know, I always associate joy with a spiritual trait. Happiness is more kind of like a worldly thing. I got a new car. I'm so happy with it. You can't love your car. Mm-hmm. There is no risk there. There's a deeper trait to love. You know, uh, something worldly, physical dimension is going to make you happy, but love brings joy. And when there's a, a two people are totally in love, they're harmony and balance. It's a, it's a balanced power, a multiplied power of love expression. Everybody's spirit, mind, and body. So it's like two to the third power. Uh, it's like eight times the, uh, the power of expression between two people when you are totally in love. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what we want to do. We want to be expressing more of that love in the world that really needs that love right now. And so I think that there's a, a lot of messaging in the book about really owning our presence as a light worker and as, a, as someone who brings forth more joy into the world and really taking responsibility for that and seeking joy in more situations and 
slowing down more and taking life in and, and enjoying the process of, of whatever it is that we're bringing our energy and our attention to. And the more we bring that attention into our focus, the more joy we bring into our life and in, in daily experiences, the more, we, we, the more positivity we bring to this world that really needs it right now. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Definitely. And, and of course, when you are in love, like you were saying, Don, and then piggybacking on what you were saying, Gabby, when you are in love, you are having fun and there is a lot of joy there. So um, I, I love that point that you brought up because I think so many people today are lacking that fun and that joy in their life. And, and so by slowing down, going inside, doing the meditations, um, you know, mindful living, being more conscious and aware instead of focusing on the end results and, and striving for those goals with those expectations by releasing from that, it helps you just to flow and be free. Yeah, and that, that flow and freedom is actually where we really experience the grace that we long for. And so that, you know, and, and then we, that's when we really experience a swell of energy behind us, supporting us and moving us in the right direction. And so that, that's what we're really aiming for. And, and simply, when we're in alignment with the universe, we're in alignment with joy and that flow. Mm. That's where meditation comes in, because when you meditate, you're basically trying to avoid uh, the senses in the worldliness and let the soul shine through, which is your consciousness and your love. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was just the other day, actually, when I was reading a part of your book, you had brought to a point of meditation. And I have a beautiful sauna, and because I'm so busy, I don't get a chance to sit in it all the time. And I kept saying, I've got to get in my sauna, I've got to get in my sauna. And then when you had mentioned about doing the meditation, I stopped everything, and I went, and I meditated in my sauna. And man, I just felt like I was floating when I came out of there. And I was just like, thank you, Gabby, I appreciate you taking me to this place in this book to remind myself as well to go and take a break and meditate. Beautiful. That's beautiful. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. Time to clear. Time to clear. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So what are some ways that our listeners can get in touch with you, Gabby, wants to bring in their healing journey? Where can they get a copy of your book, The Universe Has Your Back, and be part of your book club? The best place to get the book is to go to to GabbyBernstein.com forward slash book bonus. Because on that page, I'm giving away a six-hour digital course based on the principles of the book for anyone who orders the book there. So from GabbyBernstein.com forward slash book bonus, you can get all the details on where to order the book and, and, and how to re- receive that bonus. And I strongly recommend the six-hour digital course that I give away. It's all based on the principles of the book. Uh, that's wonderful and a generous gift from you. I want to thank you personally. I know... Don, you're very appreciative of Gabby being on this evening as well and supplying truth to our listeners because so many people are stuck. You truly, truly are an inspiration. And thanks for uh, your fun appearances on all the, the Facebook Lives. I love following that and seeing your smiley face and just resonating with your energy. So when we come back, Dr. Don and I are going to share some moments of our own truth of when the sign showed up and we knew the universe had our back. We'll be back in a moment. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of feeling stuck? 
Well, this can be your disconnect of the past. We can help you live the life of your dreams. All you have to do is check out a new dawn naturalsolutions.com and get started by making a shift and signing up for your free five keys to unlocking success as featured in Jack Canfield's The Road to Success book, Volume 2. That's a new dawn naturalsolutions.com. We're here to help you connect to ultimate wellness. A new dawn natural solutions. Take control of your health and live a natural way to a better life. Why do some people seemingly make the same mistakes when it comes to love and relationships? What is the best way to find love? Make a visit each week to Destination Love. Host Shelley Pumphrey will bring what you need to know to find love. No, it's not about the next fad, dating site tips, scoring the first date, or looking your best. Rather, it's empowerment, knowing that your authentic self works best and the science behind finding love. Destination Love is live Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. This is Wake Up and Listen. If you have a question or comment about the show, please send an email to wakeupandlistenradio at gmail.com. That's wakeupandlistenradio at gmail.com. Or you can even post them to our Facebook page. Just search Wake Up and Listen. Now, back to the show. Here's Don Burnett and Dr. Don. Welcome back to Wake Up and Listen. We've been talking about ways we can replace our fear with faith. And wow, that was an incredible opportunity of speaking with Gabby. I know she's been right out straight with her book tour and everything. So very honored that she took time out of her busy schedule to join us this evening. I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. Don. Say hi. Hi, everybody. I want to share some moments, Dawn, with our listeners about truth and ways that signs showed up in our life, knowing that, I mean, to me, when I hear the word universe, my language is God. That's where it is for me personally. That's not where it has to be for everyone else. But for me personally, you know, the word is God. And you're familiar with a moment that happened in my life, but I want to share it with our listeners is... Oh my goodness, we're coming up on it. October 30th, I can't believe it. It'll be, oh wow, six years. Taking you back to that moment, I'll be sure I'm very conscious and aware upping it that day and flowing free from from any attachments, as Gabby said. But I was with my son. I had just moved to upstate New York where my spirit led me after leaving a very toxic marriage of 15 years. And my daughter had, you know, she was previously a dancer And she had just made captain of the cheerleading squad right out of the the bat. And, I mean, she's just a a dynamite person, beautiful spirit. You know, her gorgeous smile and blonde hair is captivating. And she was at the cheerleading mom's house. And I didn't know anybody in the area. I literally had just moved there because my spirit led me there. And that was near Syracuse, New York. So, you know, if you asked me, hey, pick a place on the map, Nothing wrong with Syracuse, but, you know, I'm a city gal at heart. So to really go up into the mountains, even though I'm originally from up there, I'm like the, you know, the um, the movie Big Business, you know, kind of switched at birth. I'm the one who, you know, should have been in the city because that's where my heart is. But certainly nice to be in tune with nature. And um, my daughter had called me and asked me to come pick her up at this cheerleading mom's house. And it was in my navigation system. 
a nice new vehicle. Talk about not, you know, having any attachments. My son at the time, goodness, he was just turned five years old, just a little guy. You've been able to watch Mason grow up throughout the years. And I had was stopped waiting to turn left. Just, you know, it was misty, raining out, nothing too torrential downpour like here in Florida. So it's not like you couldn't see the road. And I was waiting to take my turn. And I remember a loud noise. And we must have been hit at least 55 miles per hour. And we were at a complete standstill. And it turned out it was a hit and run drunk driver. The guy had, you know, driven off. And oddly enough, went into the subdivision where my daughter was at. And almost I found out later, you know, hit her friend's parents' car in there when they were driving out. And my lights were completely knocked out. And there, it was like flatline, you know, almost like a heart monitor and there's just no beat. And everything was dark. Everything was black. I had no brain waves. There was just nothing. There was, I, everything was shut off. And throughout this time, and of course, it seems like a, a long time because it's like, it's, you know, some people can say it's that moment of crossing over. And I'd say that's, you know, as close to that crossing over due to a tragic accident that I've ever experienced. And there was just no thought process except for I heard a woman's voice. It was a mature woman's voice. And I don't know who it was, who it sounded like. I don't have a clue. You know, everything was probably happening so fast. You, there's just talk about, you know, Gabby saying release from time. There was a, a physical release from time, not cognitively, just everything shut down. And this voice kept getting stronger and stronger as we're talking about, you know, God having my back. And as it got stronger, it said, you know, it said my name, Dawn, it's time to open your eyes, time to open your eyes. And by that time, you have a little bit of brainwave in, in, in your just kind of like what's going on and a little bit of processing coming back. And then it said it was just this open your eyes and it was this push of this now that was just like somebody did mouth to mouth and breathed life back into you. And I heard myself gasping for air coming back to and the first cognitive brainwave that I had that was recognizable is am I alive because my knees were in the dash and my head was snapped so far back that the top of my skull was at the back of the seat and my brainwave was how can anybody survive something like this and have their head snapped back so far and of course that's when all the adrenaline kicks in my son's talking to me you know you you kind of freak out a little bit you're like what's going on you can't move you can you know see your son you're trying to reason who this little person is in your rear view mirror and you know of course we ended up repairing from all the you know stuff I've learned in college of Mm. alternative medicine but man you want to talk about God having my back and it was at that moment that I came back that I said, there is a bigger reason and a purpose of why I'm here, because I could have been gone for good. God had my back. He brought me back. And so there's an assignment that needs to be done. And I certainly, you know, strive to inspire others. What would you say is a moment that God's really had your back? Well, you're talking about the truth. Anything. Just knowing that, 
you know, there's a greater power out there that has taken care of you, that's looking after you. Well, uh, you know, it's funny, but I mean, I was involved in a, a serious car accident where they gave me my last rights. And, uh, you know, I say be in the hospital six months. It was only there 30 days. They told me I would never be able to practice again because I wouldn't be able to bend over. Uh, that wow. went in one ear and out the other. Didn't pay attention to it. Was back into practice in three months. And I've been practicing since. Uh, they said I couldn't bend over. Well, heck, I played defensive halfback in a flag football league a year and a half later. Now, that's something. See, you can't listen to what other people are going to imprint on your head and put a limitation on you. Like Gabby said, pay attention to yourself, your own desires, and your willpower. That isn't really where it's at. It's your strength of your purpose. Why are you here on earth? Give yourself a purpose greater than a worldly one. Give yourself a godly one or a universal one or something huge, much bigger than you. And, and, and go with that because you've got to go something outside just you because humans are disappointments. I mean, 90% of what we hear and see on a day-to-day -day basis is negative. Where does that come from? So we're all wrapped up in negativity and we have to change. Want positivity? Make it. Start doing things positive. Yeah, so it sounds like in what you're saying of, you know, to make that shift on, it really is you know, you had said this on a previous show about, you know, shedding and, and Gabby had mentioned about shedding mm. too. And it's really shedding what you've learned. Yeah. It's all about going inside yourself and connecting. And we're so programmed as human beings to search for everything outside of ourselves that it's now relearning that what you need is really with inside self. A lot of the answers lie with inside self yeah. and connecting but you can't know what that is if you're constantly staying so busy mm -hmm. or focusing on other things. It, you got to silence your mind, as it says, to really connect and hear what you're supposed to do by your spirit. Yeah, you got to let silence the senses, what you do in meditation, and let the soul shine through. And your soul is your God-given um, birthright. Uh, we're all meant to be absolutely loving, kind people. And when you put uh, other people first in your life, they're going to re-gift you more than you gave to them because everybody loves to be given to. It is just a natural thing. We feel the greatest at Christmas time when we give a present rather than receiving one. Yeah, very well said. It's about putting people, other people, you know, first, having that heart, that true space of love. We want to thank you all for listening this evening. Amazing opportunity with Gabby. If you have any questions about the show, shoot us an email, wakeupandlistenradio at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook. Just put in the search bar there, Wake Up and Listen Radio. Tweet us at A New Dawn Natural Solution. Be sure to use the hashtag Wake Up and Listen Radio. That's all we have time for now. Tune in next Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're going to be talking with NBC's matchmaker, Tracy McMillan, on ways our behavior can cause blind spots and prevent us from having the relationship we deserve. Thanks for tuning in. Bye for now. Yep. See you later, folks. That's all we have time for. Thank you for tuning in this week. Wake Up and Listen is broadcast live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Be sure to join Don Burnett and Dr. Don again for our next show. 